Alright, hello, what's up everyone and everyone who may be listening to this at some time or another. Um, it's been a little while since I made an episode of the podcast. It's been actually quite a while, but I'm excited to at least go over some things for the first time in a while and maybe just discuss some of the things I had planned uh, coming up for it in the near future. So let's get started with that. I mainly want to focus on the NFL right now. Um, The NBA is going through a really good time of competition. A lot of teams are getting a lot better. Um, A lot of teams are disappointing some, but... um, the teams that are playing well for the most part are the teams that we expected to be playing well. One example of uh, a combination of all of those things is that Drew Holiday coming back to the New Orleans Pelicans has really improved their playing style and they actually sort of play like an NBA team now and it's not just Anthony Davis going one on five putting up historic numbers. So. Um, Talent really is what is evening out in the NBA right now. A lot of players are doing better than we expected still, including DeMar DeRozan making an absolute killing out of playing in the mid-range where all the other teams say don't even shoot from. He is dominating from, and it is very amazing to see. And I really enjoy watching most of the teams in the NBA because it has been, like I said, a very competitive start to the season, but right now it's really important in the NFL, not in the NBA. Right now in the NBA, whoever's winning might not be in a month, but the NFL is getting down to where the playoffs are actually a thing for for a lot of teams. So that's what I want to talk about for a while, and I just want to go through each division and sort of discuss what my opinion is on uh, on the teams there. So first of all, come to the AFC East, where the Patriots are leading at nine and two, and they normally win this division. I mean, there's been very very few times in the near or recent past that the Patriots have not won the AFC East because of the dynasty that Belichick and Brady have set up out there and of course they are running the table again and that should should absolutely be expected especially after deflate gate ha- happened and it made Tom, Tom Brady mad so he comes and he brings his A game but the main storyline with the Patriots right now of course is that Rob Gronkowski went down he's going to have his third back surgery in his career and he's most likely going to miss the rest of the season and probably the playoffs. But um, best wishes to him. Hope he comes back um, better than ever. And he, for the most part, has done that when he's had injuries. He's come back even better. And he's been easily the Patriots' best offensive weapon for the past three or four, maybe even five years. He's the best tight end in the NFL by a long shot. But a lot of people I see online, on TV, on ESPN, that kind of thing, they are discussing, are the Patriots done for the whole season now that Gronk is out? And I personally find that ridiculous because they've dealt with Gronk being hurt before, and they've still played relatively well, 
Not as well because he is a game changer, obviously. I love his competitiveness and his goofiness. And he brings so much to that offense. But they're not done without him. They have Martellus Bennett, who's probably a top five tight end himself for sure. Especially in the receiving category. So they're going to be fine. I really think they're going to be fine. The Patriots have a knack for coming up with offense where there shouldn't be any. And they're going to be fine. Trust me on that. Um, if they lose in the playoffs, could happen. They're not crazy good this season. They don't have the best defense that they've had in the Brady-Belichick era. But offensively, Martellus Bennett can do a lot of the same things Gronk can. He can't replace him fully. But um, the same kind of production that they were expecting from him and were getting from both players, they're going to get. So... I don't think it is as big a deal as people are making it to be. But, um, in the same division, of course, we have the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets. And they're all, they're all sort of in the same, um, they're sort of in the same boat right now, really. The Dolphins are the best team out of those three right now, but the Dolphins sort of have their own troubles also, I think. The Dolphins right now are 7-4. and four. Their win differential so far is only plus 9, though, which tells me they've played a lot of close games. They've won 6 in a row, which is very good, but to me, they feel like a pretender. That I feel like they're winning very close games that they maybe shouldn't be at times and this is a result of a team just getting hot and not a team that's all that good. Ryan Tannehill has not been convincing to me throughout his career as a franchise quarterback. Jay Ajayi has been very good at running back for them. I think he'll stick but I'm not convinced with Ryan Tannehill. So we'll see where that goes and see if I'm right or wrong about that. Um, the Bills have Tyrod Taylor I love Tyrod Taylor. He doesn't always put up the greatest passing numbers in the world, but he's efficient, and he can run, and he gets the ball to the people he needs to, and I really think stability is all the Bills really need at quarterback and all they've wanted for years, and when they got him last year, they were much better because of it. And at 6-5, and five, they're not terrible. The Bills are pretty good. Offensively, they do give up some games that they should have won because... They can't move the ball as well as they should, but the Bills are good. The Bills are a decent team. At the Jets, really the main problem with the Jets right now is they don't really have an identity. We always associated the Jets with defense in the Rob, uh, Rex Ryan, excuse me, Rex Ryan era, and he's not there anymore. He's several years removed. He's at the Bills now, and we do associate the Bills with defense because that's what he coaches well. And it's going well on defense for them. But the New York Jets are not really a defensive team, even though Tom Cable, or not Tom Cable, um, what is Bill's coach's name? Jets coach's name. Um, who's the Arizona defensive coordinator? I'm drawing a blank. I am drawing a blank. Do, 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 do.
There we go. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. He was the defensive coordinator at Arizona a couple years ago, and he did really well on defense for them over there. Sorry for the brain lapse completely. But um, they're just not that good of a defensive team. I, I think it's talent that they don't have. They need to figure out their offense, too. They have an aging Matt Forte at running back, and he's probably their best player on offense. I personally think they should try to play Bryce Petty more at quarterback, Fitzpatrick, and Geno Smith. While I don't hate either one of them, they're not the answer, and they don't know that for sure about Petty yet. They haven't played him enough to know, so I really think they should be trying to play him, even if for nothing else than to drive up his trade value. It just makes no sense to leave him sitting there, in my opinion, not even playing. So we move on to the AFC North. We got the Ravens at the top at six and five, the Steelers at six and five, the Bengals at three and seven, and poor Cleveland Browns at zero and twelve. So this has usually been one of the better divisions in the NFL. Sometimes putting out up to three teams from the same division, but not this year. This is one of the worst divisions this year the Ravens have been a pretty good defensive team there they are a solid team but they don't really have an offense a lot of games they barely have a winning record and they're plus 17 on the season so they're basically winning close defensive games and I give them credit they've gone a complete sweep 4-0 in their division so far and that really helps them out in that regard so kudos to them they're probably going to win that division, but they're not the greatest team in the NFL right now. The Steelers are 6-5 as well. Just talked about them. They lost Ben Roethlisberger for a good portion of the season. And they just haven't been that efficient. They're not been a good, they've not been a good defensive team. Offensively, they have all the weapons in the world, but for some reason, they're just not going off the way you would think. They have a very good plus uh, 44 differential on the season. That's really good, but they're just not winning games. So, um, yeah, the Steelers are not the team we thought they would be at the beginning of the season. A lot of times they were put in the top three, and they're not even the best in their own division this year. So, we'll have to reassess that but the Bengals are three and seven. Man, the Bengals just really fell off. There's not much to talk about here. They just have not put together a good season. Three and seven and one. So I have to account for that tie also. But just not a good year from the Bengals. The Cleveland Browns, all you gotta say about that is I hope they use the number one pick wisely. Um they'd better. It's been miserable for Browns fans for so long and that famous jersey with all the quarterback names is just going to get longer and longer and longer so on to the AFC South the Houston Texans 6 and 5 Tennessee Titans 6 and 6 Indianapolis Colts at 5 and 6 and the Jaguars at 2 and 9 um the Texans of course we know what's going on there Brock Osweiler is not necessarily as good as everybody thought he would be but I've seen some things from him that I like I think he's 
He's definitely had games that have looked awful, and it's games that looks like he shouldn't be in the NFL at all. But he's also come through situationally a lot of times that shows he's a tough guy, so I think they have something there. Maybe. But I don't know. They might not have anything there. But he's a good competitor, and I do like that. Tennessee Titans actually are the team that I think is the best team in this division at 6-6. Six and six. They have gotten a lot better offensively with DeMarco Murray and Marcus Mariota. They are uh, a pretty good offensive team right now. I think they're going to... I think they're going to do well. They might... I don't know if they'll win the division or if they'll even make the playoffs this year, but I like their outlook going forward better than I have in a long time. At 6-6, six and six, 500 football, you don't see that in Tennessee all that often lately. The Colts, 5-6, and six, are just a perennial disappointment. I like Andrew Luck, but I have always thought maybe something about it. There was just something overhyped. I don't know what it is. He's a good leader. He's a good guy. He's a great talent. Great football player. I think it's the turnovers personally. He turns the ball over too much. He's inconsistent. I like him, but he can't be given a pass as the next Aaron Rodgers for his whole life and them continue, continually be a pretty bad team. So granted, they need to get a defense around him and a line to protect him. He hadn't had basically either one of those for a while, but Andrew Luck needs to hopefully hopefully improve because the Colts need him to be better. The Jaguars, we thought they would be a pretty good team before the season, sort of like the Steelers, but not nearly as bad because they're 2-9, and nine, not 6-5. and five. But, yeah, the Jaguars were... Not as ready for prime time as we thought. Offensively, they have been terrible. And the good thing is that a lot of their defensive draft picks have gone well. And they look like they're pretty good players. And just getting people that you know will play is essential at this stage for them. Alright, so... Last division in the AFC... AFC West actually is probably the most competitive division in the NFL right now. The Raiders at top with nine and two. Kansas City at eight and three. Denver at seven and four, and the Chargers at five and six. So this is actually one of only two divisions in the NFL where every team has a positive point differential on the season which is a stat that I really like because records do mean a lot but point differentials tell um, how complete teams are and the quality of the wins and losses that they have so the Raiders are 9-2 and and they have a point differential of 32 which is pretty good they've played really good football this season Derek Carr has looked amazing he's got the receivers around him he needs to have a good defense led by Khalil Mack. They're just a great team, and unlike the Jaguars, who were both in similar positions last season and both expected to grow about the same rate, they 
have totally opposite winning percentages. The Jaguars have an 18% winning percentage, and the Raiders have just under 82%. So you never know. The Raiders are playing great football. Kansas City Chiefs are also playing great football at 8-3. and three. They have mastered the art of making their defense the priority, keeping the other team's offense both off the field and out of rhythm. Justin Houston and that group over there has been incredible. Alex Smith has led the offense to score just enough points to win after another Jamal Charles injury. Who would have thought? But the Kansas City Chiefs are for real. They've been winning games like this all season. And surprisingly, they have a higher point differential than the Raiders, who are thought of as an offensive team. They have a 38-point differential on the season. So, like I said, you never know. Denver Broncos, last year's Super Bowl winners, are 7-4, and four, which is third in the division, which is crazy because that would be leading every other division except the AFC East right now. So they have played pretty decent football, but they're just in a tougher spot than they have been competition-wise. They have a point differential of 47, so they've actually been the best, you could argue, overall team in-game in that division, but they haven't closed the games the way they need to. So that's where the Broncos are at right now, and the Chargers are 5-6 and six with a plus 22 point differential. They have been bouncing back very well from losing a lot of close games at the beginning of the season. They're a very competitive team. They won't go anywhere this season buried at the bottom of their division, but they're a very talented team that is only getting better, and this is around the time that Phillip Rivers plays good football, so they're definitely a team that no one wants to run into at the moment. So in the NFC, this should take not nearly as much time as the AFC, just because a lot of the teams in the NFC aren't nearly as competitive this season. A couple of down divisions. But in the NFC East, which might be either the NFC East or the AFC West, those are the two best divisions in football right now. I would argue that the NFC East is better and the point differentials will tell you that as well. The Dallas Cowboys, they're my team. They're 10-1 and one at a almost 91% winning percentage. We've never, we haven't seen that in a long time. We have seen it, but um, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, they're still killing it out there. I didn't get to talk about it when it happened, but I was very impressed with the way that Tony Romo handled the whole situation. I've always been a fan of his, and I hope he does well in the future and I know it's really hard for him to have to watch his job literally be taken but he he knows how that is he's been in that spot so Tony Romo's handled it like an absolute true pro and that's been that's been good to see it's good to see the Cowboys who are usually very drama filled a very united team that isn't creating a lot of internal drama and they have a point differential which is best in the NFL right now of plus 103 they are doing it on offense they're doing it on defense they are 5-0 and on the road 5-1 and at home and the only game they lost they shouldn't have lost anyway so 
uh, the, you could argue the Cowboys should be undefeated right now. Best team in the NFL at the moment. We'll see how it goes in the playoffs because a lot of their players are young. But what they have is sustainable and what they have is really good. The Giants have a point differential of plus 18, but they're 8-3. and three. They're somehow winning a lot of close games that um, that they probably shouldn't. They, they're winning overall in the season. They have a net positive point differential like I just noted. But I don't know that the Giants are 8-3 and three good. So we'll see. They have a better defense than they've had in a while. And that's a definite cause for some of that improvement. A lot of their players are really working out better than expected. And their offense has been alright. So the Giants are definitely a good team. The Redskins at 6-4-1 and one are, in my opinion, one of the teams that nobody wants to play right now. They've only got a plus 16 point differential, but if you watch the way they play, they play tight defense. Kirk Cousins airs the ball out. The only reason why they're not a better offensive team, in my opinion, is because the running game is pretty weak due to injuries and just lack of the right players, perhaps lack of a good running scheme. But the Redskins are dangerous. You don't want to play them. They could upset the balance of some things in the in the division, perhaps. I really don't know. But it's a very competitive division at the moment. The Eagles, led by Carson Wentz, also rookie quarterback, is uh, they're five and six right now, which is worst in the worst in the division. But they're that's still a respectable record. They're not terrible. They are plus forty one point differential on the season so they've played a lot of close games they have lost uh, they've lost them but they've played a lot of good teams they've had a tough schedule for a rookie quarterback and for the most part he has played incredible and they should be very happy with what they have there and Carson Wentz is a really good player the Eagles are going to be good and although they're not at the top of their game right now they're going to be good for a while so in NFC North, the Detroit Lions are 7-4. and four. They've played pretty good football most of the time. They're winning close games. Point differential plus 9. So they basically have to play down to the last minute to get most of their wins. And But they're pulling them out. They're scraping the wins out. The Vikings started out at 5-0. and oh, Now they're 6-5. and five. Pretty rough stretch they've been on, but... Who knows, maybe they can hold it together. Maybe turn that into a wild card. Who knows, the Green Bay Packers, 5-6. and six. There's just been something really off about the Packers. This season, Aaron Rodgers has not been consistently the player that we've seen for a long time. So, who knows with that. The Chicago Bears, also interesting, losing Jay Cutler. They weren't a very good team to begin with, with their uh, minus... 86 point differential 2 and 9 they're not going to be good no matter who's playing but but um, Matt Barkley is probably going to be playing more for them we'll see if he has anything interesting for them in the future see what he can show he'll get a chance to most likely had a decent game last time the NFC South is kind of a weird one as well with the Falcons at 7-4 at the top with a plus 56 point differential. They've actually played a pretty good season. So they are not someone who you want to play. 
but they are so sort of inconsistent at times with the way they play, so they are more beatable than other teams. The Buccaneers are 6 and 5 there. They've gotten better definitely since when they got the number 1 pick a couple of, a couple of seasons ago. Jameis Winston has been a very good quarterback for them for most of the season. They actually are minus 15 on their point differential, but they're winning the games. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. I don't think they're a real contender, but they've put together a good season. And uh, improvement is really important for teams like that. The Saints are 5-6, and six, and Drew Brees just keeps chugging along. There's not much else to say about that. The Panthers at 4-7, and seven, after going to the Super Bowl last season, that was a bit of a surprise to a lot of people. I didn't find it all that surprising because their defense has taken somewhat of a hit, losing Josh Norman. Luke Keekley's also been injured, so they haven't had him. And Cam Newton just has not been the same. He hasn't been a good leader for most of the season. I personally think he needs to focus on his game, not necessarily on stuff like celebrations or late hits and that kind of thing that really doesn't suggest to your teammates that you're in it for them. It kind of sounds like you're in it for yourself if that's all you're talking about. But Cam Newton is a very, very talented quarterback and I don't think every season will be this bad. But it's also important to notice I don't think every season will be as good as last year either. So maybe... They're somewhere in between. I don't think they're as bad as 4-7, and seven, but they're not getting to the Super Bowl good either. Um, the NFC West, usually a pretty good division, is kind of weird this year. The Seahawks at 7-3-1 and three and one are the best team in there. They're playing the best defense objectively in the NFL. They are not someone you want to play. Russell Wilson's been very good most of the season. The Arizona Cardinals, usually their biggest rival, at 4-6-1, and one, just have not been the same. Carson Palmer just hasn't looked all that great. Their defense is sort of giving up some points where they normally don't. They're plus 17 in their point differential, so they definitely should not have lost or tied more games than they've won, but they just haven't been able to close. And Larry Fitzgerald's had a good year again, as he always has, but it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs in his last season, which is unfortunate. He's one of my favorite NFL players of all time. The Rams at 4-7, and seven, there's not much to talk about there. They're not really a good team at all. They have a good defense. They have a good special teams. Offensively, they don't have anything really. Todd Gurley is a great talent. Has not been very good this year. They don't have a line. They need receivers. Jared Goff is finally playing, but he's a young quarterback, and they don't have basically any talent other than Todd Gurley around him that is going to last long term and last of all we have the 49ers at 1 and 10 they are really competing with the Browns for the number one pick at this point but the 49ers are just not a good team at all they don't really have any players to me that have stood out 
to be players that should stick around. Maybe perhaps other than someone like Navarro Bowman. Uh, Carlos Hyde is pretty good, but overall they just don't have a lot. They haven't been winning their games. They're minus 116, so these games have not been all that close. I'm not a Kaepernick fan for more reasons than just all the drama that surrounded them. I'm not particularly a fan of his game in and of itself. So I think the 49ers are probably going to draft a quarterback with their number one pick and as well as the Cleveland uh, as well as the Cleveland Browns are most likely going to draft first round quarterbacks because they need to get out of the gutter in the NFL right now but you never know so basically that's the NFL right now the playoffs should be really interesting I think a lot of the teams at the bottom are really bad but a lot of the teams at the top are really good and we haven't seen divisions this close in a while, especially the ones that are as close as they are, with the NFC East and AFC West all being really close because they're all good instead of because they're all bad. So, a very interesting NFL season this time around, and just wanted to talk about it real quick. I should be ordering a new microphone to do these, and I want to improve the quality of these podcasts, do them more regularly, and maybe work on some more of the editing, that kind of thing, and have a place to do them. I just need to have the time to do it, so um, it's been really good finally getting back to it, and hopefully if you're listening, you enjoy it, but thank you. Bye.